This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 187. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the show. I'm really excited about my guest today. His name is Mikey from Mikey's Late Night Slice. This is a great conversation. We talk a lot about what he's doing marketing-wise with video, how he's finding his employees since he's a late-night slice shop and he's open pretty late with long hours. We talk about how he does that. A lot of great stuff in this interview. I really think you're going to enjoy this episode of the show. I really quickly want to say thank you to the show's sponsor, Susan from Our Town America. Susan can help you find new customers who are moving into your area because some of the customers you haven't seen in a while have probably moved out, which means new people are moving in. And what Susan does for a really low price, almost about a dollar per new customer, she helps you find new customers who have moved into your area, not people who have moved from house to house in the same area, but people who have moved from outside to in your community, helps you come up with a package, brand it in your business, sends them something, an offer from you in the mail, they come in, try your restaurant out, and then she helps you follow up with them to get them to come back a second time. All of that, all of that is done for you for a really inexpensive price. Head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash our town or email Susan Direct at ourtown.net. Or if you want to write down her phone number, it's 480-678-1366. Thank you so much to Susan too. She's been a longtime supporter and sponsor of the show. Guys, go check her out. She can definitely help you in your business, contact some new customers. And it's a really inexpensive way to do that. There's no set amount of money you have to spend. She can definitely work within your budget. So go check her out. Thank you, Susan. All right, guys, let's get into the episode today. If you want to actually reach out to me or if you want some more information about what we do, we help you market your business. You can check out everything that we do over at smartpizzamarketing.com. That is our home base there. You can find out about our mastermind group, about our digital agency, which we've been getting a lot of questions about what we do. We do digital marketing for you. Everything digitally that you want to do in your business to build your brand, get exposure, and find new customers, we do for you. We implement, we execute, and we monitor all of that stuff for your business. And we only work with one pizzeria per zip code. If you actually want to go see if uh, your zip code is available, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. That's Z-I-P. You can type in your business name, your phone number, and your area zip code. And someone will get in contact with you and see if your zip code is available for us to work together because we are the best at it for pizzerias. Okay. Let's get into this episode with Mikey from Mikey's Late Night Slice. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. It's a good one. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Very excited for my guest today. His name is Mikey Saboro, founder of Mikey's Late Night Slice. We're going to talk a little pizza, a little business. I'm excited to have him join me on. He's doing some great things. I actually checked out your Facebook page, Mikey, before we hopped on here, and you're doing some tremendous video, and I'm a big fan of video, so maybe we'll get into that too. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, glad to be here. Big fan. Um, Yeah, glad to be here. Um, so, Mikey, how did you get into the pizza business? I love hearing the story of how people get into it. And obviously, you've done a great job in the business as an entrepreneur. So how did it all start for you? Yeah, you know, we didn't uh, – it was it was very organic. We never had – I never had, like, a pizza recipe that I had to get to the – you know, for my grandmother. I never worked in a pizza shop as a kid or anything. Uh, basically, it started by hearing – what people wanted uh, back in 2007, I had a little pedicab business here in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, you know from 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 carrying around all the people in the back of my pedicab, all the all the all the drunk people at 2:33 in the morning, you kept hearing, you know, where's the pizza by the slice in this city? And and finally, after hearing that for you know so many months, I finally started thinking, well, where is the pizza by the slice in the city? And uh, you know, we I, there is this. Uh, 
from the place I was living downstairs, there was a little, uh, it, it was a parking lot. It had a little shack in it because it used to be a used car lot. And the, uh, the, the little office that they sold cars from had been vacant for probably three, 30, 30 or so years. And I asked my landlord if, you know, he was doing anything with it. And by the way, this is in the, the, the short north district of Columbus. It's our busy bar district, art gallery district. It's where people, you know, often go to party. So, you know, he, he didn't have anything to do with it. He said, you know, knock yourself out. And, um, you know, I rode my little pedicab until I had enough money to buy an, an oven. I rode my bike until I had enough money to buy, you know, some, some a refrigerator and some small wares. And after a little while, you know, I, we had this this pizza shop that you know we painted ourselves we did all the plumbing we did all the electric we did everything for and then you know we were like all right we got all this stuff ready we're ready to open a pizza shop who knows how to make pizza (laughs) so uh you know we we initially started buying it from another pizza shop in the area and we were just kind of selling their pizza and uh that we outgrew that within a week or two and this is all in around 2009 by the way um and, uh, you know, we started making our own pizza. We, bought, we were buying dough from, I think, like Trader Joe's. We were buying dough balls because at the time I had no idea that, you know, like uh, food service companies existed. Um, and it was just really organic, you know. It's, 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 it it kind of grew from there. We added a food truck a few months later uh, that still gets, you know, really uh, nice accolades from the Columbus uh, magazines. And uh, we added locations on after that, and we're up to four brick and mortars now. Um, we have two food trucks still. We have an entire delivery hub. We have a couple of uh, uh, contracts with the concert venues around Columbus to, uh, you know, be the official food provider of those of those places. And uh, yeah, life's life's good, man. Wow, that's a lot. That's you've been busy for the last ten. Uh, it's probably been about what eight years now, nine years. Yeah, almost, almost nine years. It'll be July, uh, July, July Fourth weekend. We'll be nine years old. So nine years seems like a long time, but you've qu- accomplished quite a bit in those nine years. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I, I would, I, I guess, I would say because of our <laughs> unfocused growth model that we've tried everything in the last nine years. So uh, there's not too much at this point that we haven't done. You know bar kitchens, corporate cafeterias, brick and mortars, food trucks, trailers. Um, I mean, you, you name it, we have tried selling pizza in it or out of it. <laughs> when, when you owned your first location, you know, how long till you started to make all of your own stuff and open, you know, get ready to open the second location? Or did you open the second location kind of doing the same thing you did in the first? Yeah, no, we, we started making our own. So the, the first location was, like I said, it was this little shack. Um, and it was about 140 square feet as, and it was about wow. seven foot by 20 feet. I mean, it was truly a shack. Um, and so we didn't have enough room to really make our own stuff in it. So I, I initially had to, you know, we bought dough balls was our first kind of, I guess our first attempt at like making our own pizza was buying a frozen dough ball. And let me tell you, if, if, if you've never stretched a ball of dough, and a lot of you pizza guys out there know the first time you ever handle the dough ball, it is the, it's making a dough ball into a sheet. Just remember doing it the first time. It's crazy, especially when you have nobody else showing you. I remember at one time me and my partner were on like both sides of a dough ball just trying to stretch it out into like a sheet. We had no <laughs> idea what we were doing. Uh, but, you know, you watch a couple of YouTube videos and you kind of get a, you know, a good idea of how other people are doing it. And um, all of a sudden you're, you're kind of making your own stuff. That's amazing. YouTube's great for all of that. Like how to fix a car, how to put it in an air conditioner, whatever you need to find on YouTube, you can find a video to do that. 
man, you're you're exactly right. There's not much excuse these days for people, you know, not being rather easily able to figure out how to do something. So back in that first, in the beginning, who was it? Just you and uh, like a friend or who was working with you? Yeah. So I had my buddy, uh, my buddy, Jason, who is our chief creative officer now. And we can kind of get into uh, that maybe a little bit later, why a pizza shop has a chief creative officer. But um, like I said, I'm sure we'll dive into it. So me and him, while we're originally on the pedicabs, he was kind of my right hand man on the pedicab thing. And, um, you know, at this this next little venture we started doing, he's like, yeah, why not jump into it? So uh, he ended up, uh, I always say Jason makes Late Night Slice look and sound like Late Night Slice because he runs all of our social media. He does a lot of our graphic design. He, uh, he He's the voice and the uh, kind of the look of, of the company. You know what? Maybe 10 or 15 years ago, that would have caught me by surprise to have for a company your size. I mean, you're a big company for a guy who has maybe a food truck or one location. But in the grand scheme of big companies, you're not that big of a company to have a creative director. Um, but yeah. in the year 2018, I'm not surprised that you have somebody like that because how you, the money that you would have spent on TV or radio or or did or uh, direct mail, you can put that towards someone's salary to be creative and use the platforms we have available to us to distribute that information for the same price. Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, one thing we decided, you know, years ago that, you know, we're going to start straying away from traditional advertising, as in print, as in mailers, as in radio, you know, that I find a lot of times, you know, you're just throwing money at the wall and really hoping it sticks. Um, For us, if we can't make people laugh, or if it's not going to, you know, our, our interiors are a really huge part of what we do. If people can't take a picture of it and Instagram it, then it's not worth doing. Um, and I, I hope to dive into that a little bit later, too. Yeah, definitely. Was it always called Mikey's Late Night Slice? Yeah, it was It was Late Night Slice. And then, uh, you know, Jason kind of convinced me that throwing my name on the front of it would be good. And I fought it tooth and nail. And um, I think he regrets it now um, because of the size and my head has gotten over all this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> How, when was that? Like, what year was that when he had... That was, dude, that was early on. That was way early on. Um, that was probably 2009-10. And why did you fight it? You just, you just didn't want to be the face? I, you know, I didn't think the name really lent itself, you know, well to uh, a company. And I just didn't see the need to have, you know, why, why Mikey's Late Night Slice was better than just Late Night Slice. I, I still, uh, you know, when we were going to be opening our first out-of-market location here in Cincinnati in about uh, six months or so. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And I still don't know if that name is going to, you know, really convey to an, to an out-of-market location. So it's always been a struggle. Like a struggle deciding if it's worth it or not? Just deciding if it's better with or better without. I think, like, you look at Jersey Mike's, right? Like, you don't know who Jersey Mike is, but... You think yeah. of that name when you think of, and they have. I think I read in an article recently that they're a billion dollar company now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Very crazy. I think that putting a personality behind it, even if it's not necessarily the, as you grow, you're not going to be behind the counter that people come in and see er- at every location. But at least there's somebody behind it that they can familiarize themselves with. You know, and that's exactly what we found over the years is that people love having that connection to an actual face, a personality, a, a human being behind it. So, um, you know, I can't say that it, it's been a bad thing at all. In fact, I, I wouldn't change it right now. Even though I go back and forth on it, um, you know, I certainly wouldn't change it at this point. Now, what, what inspires you to open up restaurants, and pizza restaurants specifically, is, like, not easy, right? It's really hard work. Uh, it's long hours. It's difficult to work with. It's difficult to find. And maybe you have a 
you don't have a hard time finding staff, but for the most part, it is hard. Like, what inspires you to keep going in, in, in business? Like, what makes you motivated? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody listening here would tell you there are easier ways to make money. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, you know, we love this. And, you know, what inspires me, and especially, and this is maybe a little bit selfish for my hometown, I, um, you know, I really love creating spaces that people can be proud of and that people want to, you know, brag about. So that's really my motivation is is building really beautiful restaurants. And I think we touched on this just a second ago, but, you know, interiors for us, the experience of going to a late night slice is so huge for us because, you know, pizza, it's the most ubiquitous food in, in the country, if not the world. I mean, any one of us can walk out any door we're around and probably within 10 minutes or so find someone to sell us pizza. <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. It's, it's really not about the pizza for us. I, think, I happen to think we have really excellent pizza, and, you know, we've, you know, won a couple of awards, and, you know, I, I, the pizza, I think, is great. But it's not about our pizza. It's what we do around our pizza that really makes the company what it is. It, it makes it a destination for people in Columbus. I always said, when you come to Columbus and you pick up your friend at the airport who has never been here before, and there's that handful of places that you have to show them in, 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 in any city, you know, I want to be on that list of places that you have to take your friend that's never been here before because pizza can be done differently. You know, our, our interiors are, and if you, you know, Google late night slice, you know, interior, I think, um, you can see, we spend so much time and effort on making everything on the inside of our restaurants, Instagrammable, photographable, shareable, and worth talking about because that is where we like to spend the money up front so we don't have to spend it on print ads. We don't have to spend it on radio. We don't have to spend it on mailers. You know, we spend that money up front and it is a little more expensive to build out our restaurants, but then everyone does the marketing for you because they're talking about, have you been to late night slice? Have you seen this? This is from late night slice. Check out this. I mean, it's the influencer is the, the power of the influencer at this point is, is something that, you know, we've really tried to take advantage of and, all you got to do is have fun on the inside of your restaurants. Have good pizza, have good products, have funny menus. If people will take a picture of it, they will share it, and then they're doing the marketing for you. <laughs> Instagrammable. I love that. Yeah, I don't know if that, I, that might be just a new verb or something. <laughs> That's fine. I, I came up with one, too. It's called Everything is Figure Outable. Because, like, you know what? Whatever yeah. you're trying to figure out, you can figure it out. Like you said about YouTube or Google, especially nowadays, there's no excuse. Um, yeah, there is. Yep. Well, figure outable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to send you a shirt. We have shirts like that. I'm going to give you one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. uh, you can send that out to your staff. Listen, if any problem comes up, everything is figure outable. Yeah, read the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> what What kind of restaurant is yours? Is it delivery? Is it dine in? So you know, going back to um, my earlier point that we've tried everything. <laughs> so we've really in the last you know year or probably about two years we've tried to really f refocus everything we do on one growth vehicle, and that is the you know brick and mortar shops. And what I consider it is. It's a fast, casual model as far as the food service part, but it also has a full liquor program in it. And there's, I know there's a few area, there's a few restaurants that are around here that do have something like that, but it's, it's kind of a, a weird little niche to have fast, casual with, you know, the full liquor program. So we have two of those locations right now, and then we have two other concession stands, but the growth uh, vehicle that we want to use is, is definitely the you know, the fast casual with that full liquor model. That's the most kind of profitable, busiest places? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the one we can do everything we want to do. You know, we want to have an awesome interior. We want to have a great drink program. You know, we want to have, you know, interiors that people will just love to be in. Yeah. So now you have a creative menu. How do you come up with your menu ideas? Is that you or is that somebody else on your team? So we, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that has been exceptionally good for us. And this is kind of a two-parter thing. So one, we always have a, a rotating pizza of the week. So the pizza of the week ranges, I mean, anything from, we just did like a tandoori chicken style um, pizza last week. I mean, it ranges anywhere from, you know, pizzas that have, you know, a little side of popcorn. We did a collaboration with a the movie theater very recently. So we probably have, you know, 50 to 100 different pizzas that, you know, either our staff has come up with that we've seen elsewhere, that we've just got a, you know, a, a great idea and come up with, um, so there's always a rotating pizza, but the other part that we've really taken advantage of that I, I consider one of, you know, one of the best things we've done in the last couple of years is we've collaborated with any other rather popular business in Columbus that we can use their product to put on a pizza. I think the, the advantage that we have, not late night slice, but as pizza owners, shop owners, and pizza makers is that we have a great base and vessel to put a lot of other products on. Um, so we collaborate with, you know, we have a, a, a hot chicken restaurant here that's super popular in Columbus. Uh, we've been doing a collaboration for them with them for about three years now. It is by far the most popular collaboration we've done. It's incredible for both brands. We give five to $6,000 to charity every year just in this one collaboration. And we double sales. We, you, I mean, we literally take our sales for one week, and during that week, we double it wow. just because this collaboration is so popular. And then everything else, we've probably done maybe, through, I'll say, one every month to one every five weeks. We'll just, you know, team up with, you know, uh, just a popular chain, a popular restaurant that has some other good topping, and we'll do a collaboration with them, and it is such a win-win for everybody involved. Um, you get great flavors that come out of it. People, you know, the, the people that, uh, you know, the, the, the people that love that one brand get introduced to your brand and vice versa. Um, it's just, it's, it's been really incredible. So we've gotten a lot of really good pizza and a lot of good press and a lot of good feedback and a lot of good new customers just from doing these collaborations. So it's, it's been really, really successful for us. Can you describe how the collaboration works? So I, the hot chicken one, I get because they probably you probably trade, right? They give you the hot chicken to put on their pizza, and then you cross-promote it between the socials? Yep, yeah. So it, it can kind of work in two ways. So with hot chicken, we knew that was going to be really big. So um, it, it kind of just depends on you know the deal that you want to work out with that other shop. So the one that we've been trying to get away with uh, splitting revenue, which we did with hot chicken just because we were kind of – early in this one and a little bit young. So at that point, we actually like, you know, we take all sales. They, they provide X amount of product. We provide dough, cheese, labor, whatever. Um, and we always host the event at one of our shops. And then, um, you know, we just split revenue kind of, you know, I think we did a 60-40 split last time because we have the revenue and the paper goods. Or, I'm sorry, we have all the, man, the manpower and the paper goods and everything. Right. Um, and then some of the smaller ones that really aren't worth splitting, we'll just buy the product from them, and then everybody just promotes the hell out of it and, and goes from there. So if someone's in a local market near uh, wherever they are located, they, there's a popular 
chicken place, they can just go to them and say, hey, we want to feature your chicken on our pizza and have a special for a week. Maybe give us a little bit of a discount for the product that we buy. Yeah, absolutely. Go. I mean, if you want to make an event, I mean, make an event out of it. Have, you know, the chicken place, pizza place. We're having a big event. You know, make a make a big deal out of it. Have a charitable component to it if you're so inclined. Um, that way people, I mean, we had T-shirts made. I mean, we, we made a really big deal out of it. I mean, we had, <laughs> it, we actually have an event on the first day of the collaboration, and then the collaboration goes for the next six days after that. Wow. So it's truly a week long, and then we have that first day that's, you know, we had two sittings. And both sittings sold out. We had events on, like, Eventbrite. We sold, like, I think 100 tickets to each. Uh, it was, like, a two-hour window. And uh, uh, both events sold out. Like I said, we had pre-orders for T-shirts that you can do. So it, it's, 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 a, it's great for almost everybody involved because you're getting – obviously, it's a good moneymaker. You're getting, uh, you know, the message out to groups of people that may not know both brands. And, uh, you know, if you put a charitable component in there, you're raising money for charity. Um, it's, 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 it's a win-win-win. What's, what happens at these events? Is it music or what's, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Yep, we've had music before. Um, we have, we, the way we usually do the event is, I think this last time, tickets were $25 a piece. And you get, we got a drink, uh, one of the beer reps to sponsor. So you get a free, you know, a can of beer is included or two cans of beer is included. You get an all you can eat pizza buffet. So we just put out, we just put out that, just that specialty pizza and people just can, you know, eat as much as they want. Nobody eats more than like two, maybe three slices. So, right. um, you don't have to worry about them like devouring whole pies or anything. It doesn't, I mean, you always get that one guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Everybody's got one guy, <laughs> but then you balance that out with, you know, three small people that come in and have a half a slice, you know, right. so it, it really does balance out. We've never had any trouble over three years doing two of these all-you-can-eat buffets, you know, each each commencement day or anything. So, yeah, perfectly fine. And, uh, yeah, it's it's we have a T-shirt. So for 25 bucks, you got a T-shirt, you got a beer, and you got an all-you-can-eat buffet. What's the most unusual collab you ever did? Who? Let's see. Uh, we did. There is a uh, restaurant in Columbus called Bibibop, which is kind of like an Asian Chipotle, as in they make like Asian bowls. And we did a collaboration with them, and that was probably our third most popular one. I mean, we had stuff like bean sprouts, cilantro, um, red cabbage. I mean, it was it was a really bizarre collaboration, but the pizza was absolutely fantastic. So. Um, again, it just goes to show you with the right vessel and, I mean, pizza being such an awesome base, you can really put anything on top of it and, you know, try it out. Go yeah, for I, it and get that other brand in there. I mean, it's the most popular food in the world, really, when you think about it. It's worldwide. It really is. It goes yep. everywhere. I was talking to somebody about that uh, on, the sh- on the podcast we recorded last week about he just travels all over the place and, like, there's pizza in Japan and Korea and... Uh, South America and Kuwait and Qatar. I mean, he's, he's like, I go everywhere. There's pizza everywhere. It's totally a yeah. worldwide food. Yep, and it's growing too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not slowing down at all. And speaking of not slowing down, your marketing strategy is brilliant. So w- let's go back to your creative director. Uh, w- what is his role? And I know you said he manages your social media, and I noticed that you guys do a lot of videos on there. Does he actually shoot the video, or do you have somebody come in and shoot that video and then kind of go back and forth with it? Yeah, so about a, I would say about 18 months ago, you know, we made a decision that we wanted to be really, really video heavy in all of our marketing. You know, we kind of saw video as being kind of the next big thing. And so we decided that, you know, video is going to be, you know, really the keystone of our marketing. So we actually hired a guy that 
uh, we kind of, you know, we brought him on part time just to help us do some stuff. He was, he was a videographer. And uh, at this point, he's he's full time. He's got probably three projects, four projects a month that he works on. A lot of these are like promos for the pizza of the week. And if you go, if you get onto our Facebook page and our Instagram, but for the most part, our Facebook page, and you scroll down in our feed, you can kind of see each week, you know, there's something, you know, generally something that has to do with our pizza of the week. I don't think we can do everyone because a week turnaround is, is a little bit hard to do with everything that we're doing. But almost every new and exciting pizza of the week that we have has some kind of video component to it. Um, uh, you can actually go back and see the uh, the hot chicken one, which was done, I think, in February. So if you scroll back, you can see that one. Uh, we did a whole series of videos because we knew that one was going to be pretty big. Uh, but, yeah, we just decided that video was really going to be, you know, the, the kind of the future of our marketing. And our thing is we want to make people laugh. So anything that we do, you know, we want to make people talk about. Whether they, if it makes them laugh, they're going to talk about it and they're going to share it with, you know, their friends, their family, or on their, on their personal pages. So that's kind of our key thing is, you know, every question, you know, it's, it's always the question, whatever we want to do is like, is this funny? Is this going to make people laugh or... You know, is, is it worth sharing? Right. And, you know, I think the Dollar Beard Club, I think that's the one that kind of built this huge business off of kind of funny commercials. They do it the TV way, but they're yeah. a global company now. But, yep. you know, you could do that on a smaller scale for your city or town, right? Like, I, I watched some of your videos, and they are funny. It's got a comedical background to it. You know, you're obviously doing it to – and at the end, you show the pizza, whatever that pizza is of the week. But in the beginning, it's like you're telling some sort of funny skit story. Yep. You know, and that's the, uh, and that, it, and for us, you know, we built kind of a team around this, but it never, it didn't start that way. You know, we knew we were going to do videos. I think, you know, for us, and I've done this with, with another restaurant we have, you know, we kind of told people, you know, video doesn't have to be funny. You don't, it doesn't have to be exceptionally well produced. You don't have to have a, you know, expensive video camera or lighting equipment to do this. People don't want to see that you have a special going on. What they want to see is the behind the scenes of your restaurant, right? So if you, you know, if you have a special going on, don't just post a picture of the special. Show a video of how it's being made, you know, and that's going to get the engagement that you want. So, I mean, and you can do that on your phone. You know, most people here have some kind of phone, whether it's a flip phone or not, that can take a video. So it's, it's really not hard to, you know, get good video marketing out there because it's as simple as don't give them the ad, give them the story. Right. You know, show what you're making, show the people making it, show, you know, show the process, show the behind the scenes and, you know, make it some funny or engaging or whatever your branding, your voice, you know, demands and, you know, go from there. You can do it as simple as just pointing your phone. Right. And by the way, if you have a flip phone, way to go, man. Way to hold yeah, out. Yeah, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> You are truly the last of the movies. <laughs> no, but I love it. I do. I think that with your phone, like especially if you have an iPhone, with your iPhone, Movie Maker, and a couple apps that you can get for free, you could really take some really good photos and some videos and splice together something to start. Obviously, yeah. the more you do it, and if you get a good engagement with your with your audience or your customers in your area, you can obviously hire somebody. But, I mean, kids nowadays who are going to school for – they're in college in your area – they're probably going to school for something, you know, pay them a little bit of money and you, you can have them be part time and come in and just do that for you. That's going to be way yeah. more valuable money spent than sending out 10,000 flyers for one weekend. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's you're, you're exactly right. And the thing is, most people have kids working in their shops anyway that are probably way more savvy than they are with a phone and with social media and with everything. 
you know, sit down with them. Don't, don't, what I, what I recommend is don't just going out there and being like, do our social media because you have to establish (laughs) social media for me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, establish that brand voice, you know, give them some parameters that they can operate in, you know, say, here's, here's what, you know, our brand is all about. Stay within these parameters, but go out there and have fun. Get an Instagram account, get a Snapchat, get, you know, get a Facebook, if nothing else. Yeah, um, and, and I bet you those young kids consume a ton of content on those platforms, so they kind of know what's popular and what's not popular. They can give you some ideas or direction, at least. Exactly, exactly. So what's the most popular marketing platform that you have? Is it video? Yeah, video for sure. I would say Instagram Instagram, and Facebook are, 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 top, are top right now. Uh, we have a Snapchat. I think we have, I don't know if we have a... Yeah, I don't know if we have a Pinterest now. I, uh, we we pretty much stick to just you know the, the 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 big ones. So you know our Instagram's pretty big right now, and our Facebook is pretty big. We have, probably have a couple others that we do a little bit with, but <laughs> I don't check them, so I probably don't know. But. Yeah, those are the two biggest ones right now. You know, those are, yeah. those are two platforms that I don't think are going to go anywhere. And and obviously Facebook had that whole issue recently with the analytics thing but it didn't affect it too much because people are still using it and it's still growing exactly exactly they're not going anywhere anytime soon so yeah absolutely not so when it comes to finding employees do you find that doing these videos or the content that you create and push out on social helps you find people who are attracted to want to work for you guys yeah definitely um because it kind of kind of shows a little bit about the culture we have and i'll tell you the one thing that really really flipped over our hiring process almost totally on its head and it sounds like the most simple thing in the world but it's it's really made a night and day difference for us is we started asking for the exact person that we want to work with us and i know that sounds ridiculously simple and you know people are like duh you know that's that's what we do but you know our ad used to say you know you know late night slice now hiring come work for us you know 13 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, I don't know, whatever, whatever we are charging something, um, you know, have fun. Are you a team player? Whatever. Okay. It, it got, it got a, a reasonable amount of good applicants in there was, you know, the general, you know, 10% are awesome. 50% are, you know, could be good. And the other 40% never actually show up to the interview, you know? Yeah. So what we started doing is we started, we rewrote our entire, our entire want ad to say like, are you the kind of person who values creativity? Do you want to grow within a company? Do you want to change what you're doing? Do you want to, you know, be on our videos? Do you, are you outgoing? Are you, do you love serving a customer with something? So we started, you know, really just asking for the exact person that we want to work with. And you wouldn't believe the quality or the, 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 the more quality applicants that we got. Um, you know, I can I can send you a link to, and I I don't know if it's on, uh, I don't know Craigslist or Indeed or something right now. But if you want, if you can put it in the show notes or something, I'll send you an, uh, a copy of our our, our ad. Um, and yeah, definitely. Just by just by changing the way we asked for employees, I I can't believe what better quality applicants because, you know, when we put out there, are you outgoing? Do you want to be on TV? Do you want to you know be the face of a company? Half the people are like, nope, that doesn't sound like me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the other people, I'm like, do you like working till five in the morning? Okay, we put that right in the ad, you know? Like, do you like late hours? You know, anyway, it's, it's, it, it changed the way everybody that we got, we you know, is like, okay, we got that, all those prereqs out of the way. Yeah. 
Well, it's called, you know it's what called, you're applying for. <laughs> it's called Mikey's Late Night Slice, right? It's not called Mikey's Mornings and Afternoons. It's not just a clever name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's perfect, though, because I think a lot of people try to – I think a lot of people overthink it, right? They try to be creative with their ad, which is great. You want to be creative. But sometimes just asking for what you're looking for is a great way to find that person. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just we, – we, I mean – when we were looking for our food trucks, you know, I'm working on a food truck. Those of you who have ever worked on a food truck, it's, it's hell. I mean, it's in the summertime, we have three 500 degree ovens in this aluminum box. It's in the wintertime. It's just cold as hell out. So, yeah. um, you know, in, when we were asking for customers for are asking for employees on the food truck, it's like, do you like to work your ass off in the, you know, in the absolute cold or in the, in their sweat your ass off on a, you know, <laughs> to be a team player, to sell pizza, to go to festivals. Do you know how to work on trucks? Like, and we're like, okay, you got, you got the, you got these like grungy dudes that are like, yeah, man, let's do this. And some of them are still with us, <laughs> you know, That's after amazing. years, because we just started asking for like the exact person that we're not hiding anything at this point. That's unbelievable. It's shocking. It, 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 it's kind of laughable that when you think about it. Well, because I think when you, when you put out a one ad in, in the traditional forms, the Craigslist, Craigslist or whatever. You know, you just look at everybody else's ad. It's just like late night slice is now hiring. You know, you know. Yeah, you don't, here's your pay rate. You know, yeah, you don't stand out at all. Objects. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just it's very vague. It's a, you're almost calling on. You're almost just throwing out a net and just casting in whoever you know comes in. But um, we started really fishing for a very specific breed there, and uh, it's been worked out working out awesome. That's awesome. What does the future hold for Mikey's late night slice? Where are you guys growing to? So we are just about to open our fourth brick and mortar. Um, we are super, super proud of it. It is, it is definitely the evolution of, uh, of, of Late Night Slice. We spent about two and a half years between opening locations, working on systems, processes, standardizing everything we could possibly standardize so that we could be ready for this next sprint that we're going to do. And uh, right now we got a location that's about to open. And we have a location in uh, in Cincinnati that we're about a quarter of the way through construction on right now. So the goal is to get you know one or two more in Columbus. I want to get proof of proof of concept out of market, and then uh, and then you know two to three two to three a year from there is uh, is kind of the goal. That's amazing. Where can people go check you out online and go watch those videos or go check out what you're doing on social? Yeah. So I mean, if you just Google late night slice or Google Mikey's late night slice, it'll bring you to our website, it'll bring you to our Facebook page, it'll bring you to, you know, some articles. Uh, we were on uh, PMQ Magazine about a year ago. Um, they wrote up some really awesome stuff for us there. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you just, like I said, Google Late Night Slice and just do a little uh, do a little digging. Yeah, we'll, we'll put uh, it all in the show notes, too. We'll link up all your social in the show notes, too, and go check out those videos. And that link Mikey will send me, we'll put that into the show notes as well for that uh, hiring application ad that he had. Uh, Mikey, I'm surprised that I didn't stop in when I went to Columbus. I've only been to Columbus once for the Mid-America Restaurant Expo a couple years ago. But I, yeah, yep. I, I was only in there for the day. So next time I come to Columbus, if I go to that show again, I'm going to have to stop in. Hit me up, man. Love to show you around. Yeah, Mike, thank you so much for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next time on the show. Thanks, Bruce. All right, guys, thank you so much to Mikey for joining me on the show. I really appreciate everybody's time who joins me as guests on the show. These guys are really busy, and I appreciate them spending their time with me, setting aside time to be on the show, sharing their information. It's very valuable to you and to myself, and I very much appreciate it. So, Mikey, thank you so much if you're listening to this. Go check out Mikey over at Mikey's Late Night Slice. We took all of the show notes for you. 
If you go to smartpizzamarketing.com, this is episode number 187. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, go check out Susan from Our Town America on our website as well. And I have to actually announce something. We're going to be launching our mastermind group. It's going to be changing a little bit. We're going to have, we've been doing this mastermind group. We've had many, many groups over the past couple of years. Uh, and we're starting a whole website specifically for their mastermind group. And if you've noticed, we've been doing a lot of webinars lately. And we're actually stopping those. We're actually, no, we're not stopping those. We're going to continue to do those. And if you want to hop on them free live, you can do that. But all of the replays are not going to be available unless you're inside of our mastermind group. Uh, and we're going to have a whole bunch of tutorials, all of our conference calls in there, all of our webinars, tons of videos on how-tos and how-to Facebook advertising, how to do Facebook bots, how to do Instagram ads. We're going to be teaching a ton of stuff inside of our mastermind group. So if you've never checked that out, I suggest you do. Or if you have checked it out in the past and maybe you just didn't think you had the time to commit because it was a conference call and you had to be on it and participate, it's changing a little bit. You can be a little bit more passive with it and join the conference calls if you want or check out the Mastermind membership site and you know look at all of our videos that we have, all of our interviews, expert interviews that we have inside of there, all of our previous webinars. It's going to be all inside that group. I'm actually pretty excited about it and I think it's going to be a really cool, valuable tool for you in the pizza industry if you're looking to you know, get some discounts on some products and affiliates that we have or look for ways to use Facebook advertising, Instagram, email, Snapchat, whatever the new tool is or the new tech that we're uh, we talk about on the show. How to do it is going to be inside of that group. So that's at smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. I definitely suggest you go check that out. And if it's not open when you go there, just sign up and you can get on the list, the waiting list to get uh, you know, when it does open, we're probably going to be launching that in the next couple of weeks. So if you're listening to this, when this episode comes out, uh, go sign up, get, put your email address in there and we'll notify you when it launches. It's going to be really, really good. I highly suggest you do that. If you want to get in contact with me, my email is Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. You can find me on Instagram at Irving. No, on Instagram, I am smartpizzamarketing.com as well as on Facebook. I am smartpizzamarketing, not.com, just smartpizzamarketing and Twitter though. I'm at Irving Media. Started Twitter a little bit before I started this podcast, so that's why the handle is a little bit different. But go like our Facebook page, go subscribe on YouTube, go follow us everywhere, go send me an email, say hello. I love hearing the stories about how you guys started your businesses and what you're doing now and what you need help with. So shoot me an email. Love to talk to you guys. And otherwise, I will see you on the next episode of The Shape.